0: Monday, August thirty first, last day of August. Wow, it's already September tomorrow. And this is episode ten of the Chill Gill Thrill. Uh try we're still doing the cold opens kinda. I just that you know it is I'm not getting all crazy about it. Anyway, I am super excited because three hours ago, Joe Rogan tweeted, since today is September 1st in Australia, the first Spotify podcast goes live at 7 p.m. Texas time, which is 7 p.m. Central uh, in North America, United States, uh, for all of my friends across the pond, and because don't think that I don't see and I think it's really cool that I've at least had people from like Switzerland Finland India uh, I mean there's like eight I'm sorry I, I don't ha I can't bring it up right now while I'm recording and I'm just this is obviously another improv episode so but I I think it's really cool whenever people from outside of the country outside of the United States are listening to me I mean I would be totally cool with a uh, a huge audience outside of the United States. I mean, you know, whatever could get me some help, some sponsorship to, uh, to keep this podcast going and to make it better, to be able to, you know, because there is a certain, you know, I could definitely make things better with more money, but which anyways, speaking of making things better, by the way, real quick, before I go back to the Joe Rogan tweet, cause I'm not going to forget. Uh, This is my new setup, my new uh, studio setup that I got going on now, so I'm not going to really know if the audio has gotten better or worse from previous episodes till now, but regardless, there shouldn't, there probably, here's the thing, there probably shouldn't be too much difference than what has been on previous podcasts, but... It it could have Im- it could have improved and there's still a few more tweaks that I can make. Without going all out and getting an external microphone, which I still have yet to do, but um, you know these things cost money, and I, I you know I'm just gonna get something simple. Still, it's just gonna be a USB C, um, condenser type microphone. Either gonna be like one of those balls by sure. I forget the name already or one of the Rode NT-USB-C minis, I think it might be called. I know it's been a a long time because I just kind of accepted the fact that maybe I'll have to record these podcasts just straight off the iPad for a while, which, so, I mean, thankfully it's a brand new iPad Pro, so it's it's the best microphones they have ever had. And, you know, it should do the job for now. It should do the job for now. Now, once I ever get an actual in-person guest, then... I'm going to definitely need ex- uh, external microphones, too, then, actually, by that point, because I don't think there's a way to, like, use the microphones on the iPad and record, you know, for one person while using a microphone, and, you know, I don't know, maybe, I guess I shouldn't say that. There should be apps that give you control to both, but, man, I think I got a little poison ivy. I hate that. I used to get it really bad when I was a kid, like really bad. And actually, just a few years ago, I got it about as bad as some, Like it, honestly, it looks like World War One mustard burn victims. I'm serious. Big old boils, pus, yellow tinted. Oh, gross. Ah. But yeah, once it gets to that bad, it kind of almost don't itch. You just, you're just, your skin, the skin just feels really tight. And yeah, it sucks, uh, thankfully, we have prednisone and uh, which that's a that's a steroid. The first time I had to get a shot in the ass, oh man, and it hurt to sit down, like I couldn't hardly sit comfortably for a few days. It was terrible, and it didn't get rid of the poison ivy. I was like 10 or eleven. it sucked. So then they brought me back in, they gave me prednisone. So it was the same steroid, but in a tablet form, where you take like seven tablets the first day, and then six, the next, and then five, and four, and three. So you do it from seven, count to one, you know, last day you take one. And that cleared it up. And then it almost seems like it boosted my immune, my immunity to the poison ivy uh, for a little bit. First of all, it's called, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but ericia oil or Irish oil. it's like u r i s h anyway whatever the sap is it's the sap it's in all of that poison oak poison sumac it's in all kinds of things it's 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 in a lot of plants and that and it, but it's all the same thing but it's just like different amounts i guess and, you know, just like a lot of people didn't know that poison ivy can come in like probably 20 different forms. You know, it can grow in as a vine or as a bush. Like it depends, you, you know, regionally where it's growing, like what form it can take. But it's really nasty stuff. And my immune, my immunity goes up, it seems like, after getting a bad outbreak like that. And then the next several seasons, I'll only maybe get it you know, a little bit and it'll go right away. But I'm also kind of nursing a tube of, it's like a steroid cream so that, you know, like this pre, like the, just this past spring, I got it a couple times, but just a couple little bitty patches. And I put the cream on it for like two, two days, like two applications and it was pretty much gone. So anyway, actually I'm going to talk spoilers For the movie Dr. Sleep. So if you have not seen Dr. Sleep, it's a sequel to The Shining. That old 1980s horror flick, The Shining, uh, that starred Jack Nicholson. If you haven't seen it and you intend to, don't listen to this podcast until... like Stop right now. Go watch it. And then come back. Alright, you're back. Okay. Holy cow. That movie was awesome. It was so awesome. I'm glad I didn't have... Any spoilers for it other than I seen it was like on an episode of Tinfoil Hat or something, they had mentioned the movie and were talking about how they basically flat out in the movie portrayed the whole pedophile vampire thing, right? Well, they're not thankfully in these movies trying to portray them as pedophiles, but they are like vampires feeding on kids. But it's not like what you think. They're not drinking blood. It's like they're drinking their... Well, they call it steam, but it's like their essence. It's like their life force. And it's basically the same thing that is like what Danny Torrance portrayed as Ian, McGreg- Ian yeah, Ewan McGregor in this new movie. He, uh, you know, he's grown up now. He was the little boy from the Shining movie. Now he's grown up and he's taken after his dad and has become an alcoholic. But he's like starting to get better. And then he's like psychically linked to another girl. So it's almost like they take the mythos that was already laid out within the shining movie and they just like expanded it to be like look not only are there other people but there are, there's other things and i like how the the members of the the vampires they're they're known i think they call themselves the true knot the true knot are like these semi immortal people and they like spread their immortality through like a combination of like oral traditional spell and you know giving them like tainted like steam like giving a person steam and it changes them you know just like a vampire would give them blood infected with their like vampire dna or whatever but man it's really really good and I watched the it was the director's cut on HBO Max. It's like it's a whopping 3 hours long. I actually watched it over the course of two nights. I watched like almost half of it the first day and I found like just this kind of perfect breaking spot and then uh and then stopped and waited until the second day and then watched the rest and man, it was it was just really good. And yeah, I I can see why fans would be divided. I can see, you know, because it, it, it doesn't have a whole lot going on with it in the shining, you know, because it's like this kind of whole new story. But also it kinda is and it even kinda almost expands on the lore of the mansion itself. And I like how they go back to the mansion and it's it's good. It's really fucking good. And I and I do recommend it. And that I like I think that's saying a lot because man, I am just not into Hollywood movies. Hardly anymore. You know, I was a lot when I was a kid, you know, I, I I loved like a lot of the 80s and 90s movies. And I don't think it's like I'm turning into a curmudgeon, although I'm sure I'm probably gonna end up being a curmudgeon, but I'm cool with that. I think curmudgeons are cool. You know, like, I'll tell you who's a self proclaimed curmudgeon right now is Maynard James Keenan. He'll tell you straight up he's a curmudgeon. He's a cool ass dude. You know, that was the front man for Tool. And basically, almost, if not the complete creative driving force behind Tool. So, man, I'm hoping that this is picking up the good audio. But anyway, so, dude, this is important. I got to get back to the tweet. I can't be all ADHD'd out right now and sidetracking off and forgetting. This is a important important for, well, fans of Joe Rogan, of course. But I mean, even, there, I think there's a lot of uh, critics of Joe Rogan. I think there's a lot of people who follow Joe Rogan, even if they don't like him. Because he has such a big platform, they're curious as to, to what he has to say. Well, his new episode is coming out, and I've already seen, I mean, a lot of people, it's not like I have any kind of exclusive access in life. But I've seen what his studio is going to look like, and it looks like he's trying to make it look almost, it's going to be like futuristic, like the inside of a spaceship, almost reminiscent of Stanley Kubrick's 2001 space odyssey. I i forget who mentioned it like that, but I am super stoked because his first episode is going to be over five hours of him and Duncan Trussell, which is one of my favorite guests that, that he ever has. Also that's the co-creator of the midnight gospel on Netflix um, the other person helped create that was the Pendleton Ward, the creator of Adventure Time. So if you're a fan of Adventure Time and an adult, you should check out the Midnight Gospel. It is so good. It's really good, especially the last episode with him and his mother. It's fantastic. I highly recommend that. So I'm, I'm anxious to, uh, to get into tonight's podcast. I think there'll be a, a decent amount, probably an hour or more dedicated to just the change itself and talking about the new uh, studio, which, you know, I'm all ears. I'm anxious to, to hear it. So that'll be 7pm tonight. I'm going to upload this episode super quick. I'm sure the Joe Rogan episode's probably already going to be live before the first person even hears this, but that's cool. Like, the whole purpose of doing this is just like going through the motions as if I had like a hundred thousand listeners, so not that they most of them would already know if you're getting into something that's so weird and obscure like this podcast, then you probably already would be aware of joe rogan's podcast i would I would say I would say you you would you would definitely know who Joe Rogan's podcast is if you've heard this podcast if you've somehow heard this podcast, if you're listening to this right now. Like retroactively, like if all of a sudden there's reason for people to be going and listening to these old podcasts, I'm I'm saying this is a, to a future me right now, and we'll say Monday or we'll say August thirty first, ten years from now. Hopefully, a a fan, a huge super fan, comes back and finds this message right now that I'm saying, and then comes back ten years from now. That's like me already saying I'm gonna have a somehow gonna have a podcast last ten years. And I don't know if I could see myself continuing to do a podcast for even say more than two or three years without some kind of a substantial audience. But we'll see because this is still kind of cool to do as a vlog. And I got to add to that, that that this is very much uh, therapeutic to me to to do these podcasts now. And I realize now I was already checking when the last time I dropped the podcast. And according to my, the Anchor app is telling me it was like five days ago. So, I got to admit, the last couple of days, I had some ex- anxiety to want to sit down and record a podcast. And I've been just like, man, what am I going to do though? Like, there's just not been anything majorly interesting happening right now in the news for me to cut an episode of me, you know, reading the headlines like I have in previous episodes. So, I'm just like, what do I, you know, what do I do? What do I even make it about? And it's just, just hit record. I think I get to a certain point where, I just hit record, and I'm going to record something and put something out regardless. I don't want to go longer than seven days without dropping some kind of material because I do feel like this is the number one thing at getting me better at podcasting is this right here, which is making the podcast regardless of the content. I'm just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, and I like it. I like it. And hey, this could definitely be swayed. And I do think this will become a lot more interesting once I throw YouTube video uploads into the mix and start bringing on guests. I'm hoping I can get the guest thing going pretty quick because here I have I have what I need to record. I just, you know, at the, at the most, have to have whoever I would interview download the Anchor app and do the person-to-person thing, which I haven't even tried. So I don't even know what the sound quality is going to be like. We'll see. But for now, it's just good to be in a more permanent kind of studio recording situation. And and furthermore, even once I upgrade to an external microphone, the setup that I have right now, which you can actually check out on my Twitter, I, I'm pretty sure I uploaded a picture of it yesterday, the new layout. I like it. I like it. And I I... It it was like I went all to this trouble to set it up a certain way. And then as I was setting it up that way, I kind of just had another idea popping in my head about it and just went with it. And, um, And now I'm like extra excited. Like before I was changing what I had to change around out of necessity so that I could more easily come in here and record content. But then at the very end, I just figured this other thing as I was seeing it kind of all fall into place and was like, Holy cow, this I'll do it like this too on top of that, and it'll be even better. And so, right now, I'm totally digging this new setup, and especially for whenever I go to record. If I was to say stream on Twitch right now or YouTube right now, I feel like I would have something worthy of as far as background goes, like my background setup we'll have a 28 inch 4k screen in the background so I can have visuals going in the background that should pick up okay on, on the, uh, the built-in camera on this iPad. And I'm not sure, like I haven't played around very much with video recording at all on this iPad. So I might be able to just like turn it around and use the back camera, which has a 10 and a 12 megapixel wide and ultra wide camera. And, you know, maybe even kick it out into ultra wide and record kind of have that fisheye look going on and you know i think it'll uh hold on my screen's locked screen's locked what's going on here there we go all right yeah um so to try to explain if i was going to record video it would basically be from the same vantage that my ipad's set up right now which is in the dead corner of this studio area that has you know i even have a little foam to knock down on the echoes or to i'm kind of hoping just judging by how it sounds to my ears when i'm speaking where i am for the most part trying to get to the like the right distance and angle from the ipad i feel like it should sound compressed a little bit i'm hoping because this is the room i'm in is all solid walls, like complete, like brick and mortar and like plastic, you know, like a plaster ceiling, but then like hard tile floor. There's no, there's nothing soft in this room. So, I mean, I could put a little, basically I could put a little subwoofer in here and like the base would just be insane. Um, For any audio engineers out there, they know what I'm talking about. So yeah, this this new setup is great. And I can't wait to like, I have to get this internet situation sorted out. I need a a better upload speed. The problem is I have no issue with just say trying to experiment with recording YouTube videos and uploading them and not doing anything live for the time being to see if I can catch on any views or get anything going like moderately viral. But the problem with that is my upload speed is so terrible right now that. I don't even think I could upload, you know, a 10, 15 minute video very easily because it, it, it would just, I'm talking like a megabyte a second upload speed, man. And I know I need like, like seven point something to get like four or 1080p60 from Twitch, which I don't even know if it'll do off of an off iPad OS. I'm not sure. Like, I know the iPad's capable of 1080p 60 from the front-facing camera, but I don't know if Twitch has that enabled from mobile devices. But I'm I'm fairly certain I can stream the IRL or whatever they call it now, just chatting or whatever it is. I'm fairly certain I can, can do that right off the Twitch app, which is cool. You know, no need for OBS or anything. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep it simple. So what is cool is with the setup that I got right now, I can go and get some visuals going on. There's a lot of cool visuals available on YouTube. I can just, like, contact the creators and be like, hey, look, do you mind if I have your, like, 10-hour awesome 80-vaporwave-looking, you know, purple-hued, you know, image playing in the background? I'll even credit you on my videos and, you know, see what they say. But then the only thing that becomes an issue is if in the future there would be any kind of monetization, then you have to worry about, uh, you know, I don't know. It could be a mess. So I don't know, I, like everything is a whole new world to me right now. And it's probably the most terrible time in the world to even think about trying to become a YouTube content creator. But that's definitely not like, that's not really my thing. Like YouTube definitely could be an avenue. But like my first priority, like my, my main priority, like my, my whole prerogative is to just like create uh, like a podcast of some kind of success. No matter what crazy ass twists or turns, I have to take it to get it to catch fire. You know, I, you know, I'll say one thing. I'm definitely a fan of, you know, to give you an example. I'm not an example because I, I look like absurdist comedy is pretty cool. Like think like Eric Andre show. Definitely think uh, Too Many Cooks. And if you have not seen the Too Many Cooks video from Adult Swim, there again, stop what you're doing right now and go check out Too Many Cooks. It was a great video from 2014, became hugely viral, and it's really awesome, twisted, funny, and dark. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really have anything else going on right now. I'm just kind of chilling in this whole, uh, this whole uh, studio setup, just kind of taking it all in still. Like, I, I really like what, what this has become, what it's becoming. Now I just gotta, like, you know, take the piss out and get this shit going, right? Um, I feel like I spam enough people on Twitter to try to get a person to listen to you know maybe when you just go into a random comment section you post a link to your podcast just like you know fuck this asshole trying to ride waves and it's like that's what that's what the whole thing's all about really is riding waves like I'm hoping to interview people with a following with zero following I mean you know, what else am I supposed to do I mean, how else do you get interviews? I get, you know, there again, you know, I guess most people that are running any kind of podcast of success right now has had some kind of success elsewhere. So maybe that's like probably the biggest missing piece to the puzzle that I got going on right now. But I know one thing's for sure. The more I sit around and take in entertainment, The more I feel like an NPC. So I definitely need to be doing more of this than that. And there's nothing wrong with entertainment at all, obviously. I mean, what the hell am I trying to do here? But, I don't know. That's what I got. Episode 10. You got 19 minutes and 41 seconds. And who knows? Probably prefer it that way, you crazy animals. Probably don't like them hour long introspective and thought analyzing deep dive podcasts I've done. Like like they're of anything of substance. I haven't said anything that hasn't been said before, of course. (sighs) Monkey see, monkey do, right? It's raining outside. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I think I'm going to check out. I uh, don't really have anything else on my mind, but you know what the cool thing is? And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but dude, I could drop two or three episodes in a day if I want. I mean, as long as Anchor doesn't put any stop to my uploads, you know, it is what it is. So, but I don't know. I'm going to feel like I have something of some kind of entertainment value whenever somebody listens to my podcast. So I just went 20 minutes about like the, <laughs> this podcast was all about talking about Joe Rogan's podcast with Duncan Trussell. Oh shit, I'm still going to post it, man, cuz it's been like 5 days and I have to get something out there. Oh yeah, I talked about Doctor's Sleep for a little bit. I do highly recommend that uh check out Doctor's Sleep. Uh oh, Lovecraft Country, by the way. There's like three episodes out now. It's pretty good. I think I'm going to have to rewatch the second and third one though, honestly, cuz man, there's a, there's a whole lot goes on in that hour in that show. Like in one hour time, there's like so much stuff going on. It's easy to miss stuff. So Ah, that thunder was cool. I hope I hope you guys can hear that. Sounds so peaceful and relaxing. Anyways, guys, this is Gillian Seed 83 from the Chromatic Ribbon signing out. And make sure to tune in to the newest episode of the Joe Rogan Experience that should be out by the time you've heard this. The one with Duncan Trussell from the new studio. I think I'm going to have to watch 2001 Space Odyssey soon. I think I am. I do. And on a side note, another movie shout-out, Oliver Stone's uh, Natural Born Killers. Probably what you thought I was going to say, but I'm going to say Savages. Check that out. Savages is a good movie. I've been meaning to re-watch that since the one time I've seen it in, like, 2012. So I need to rewatch that and maybe touch up on that movie in a future podcast. Anyways, guys, Gil out. Oh, damn, damn Bluetooth mouse disconnected. Gil out. Click. Click, damn it. Gil out. <laughs> no, seriously, I had it figured out already before, but I just thought I'd go click, 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 click.